What is up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the D-Pad Connect podcast. As always, I am your host, George, and this week I am riding all alone, all alone in this lonely, lonely world of gaming, nerd culture, and all things nerdy. So um, we have probably one of the shortest episodes that I think I'm going to end up recording, but nonetheless, I wanted to talk to you guys about some some things on my mind this week, and I wanted to just bring it up to you guys, the fellow audience members and D-patters that join us week after week. And if you're wondering how you can join us week after week, as always, you can always listen to our audio format of the podcast on anchor.fm, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts by simply searching, uh, not Google Podcasts, but by simply searching D-Pad Connect, which is no surprise there. And as always, we would really appreciate it if you can go to our YouTube channel under D-Pad Connect also and like, share, and subscribe. So those things always help us out. They also It also helps if you want to comment on the videos and let us know what we can work on or what topics you would like to see. Sometimes we can run dry of ideas, but that is what our fellow community members are for to inspire us and continue to feed us ideas to talk about week after week. But this week, like I said, fairly feels like it's going to be a fairly short episode, but nonetheless, I had some stuff I wanted to talk to you guys. So as always, we always open up with what we, what have we been playing, reading or watching? And I want to talk to you guys about the suicide squad movie coming out this Friday. So if you're listening to this, it is already out. Hopefully you're watching it either in theaters or HBO Max and staying safe if you go to theaters. And uh, I definitely want to talk to you guys about the Marvel What If uh, episodes coming out on August 11th, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to be fun to watch. And lastly, I want to talk to you guys about one of my favorite manga. I want to talk to you guys about My Hero Academia which is getting pretty good. So let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, remember that our buddy Brandon, our fellow D-Patter himself, the editor of all great videos that we post up, will probably be posting up a bunch of random stuff as the video goes on. So (laughs) it's kind of like watching an Easter egg at the end of a Marvel movie, kind of looking for it, uh, or end credit scene, excuse me, not Easter egg, but uh, it's, it's definitely extremely exciting to see what he's going to do because sometimes I don't even know I'll just watch the video and end up running into him putting a mustache on me or something random so (laughs) which he probably did right now I guarantee you he did it right now so guys whatever I've been playing reading or watching so as far as playing I actually not been playing much Um, for some reason I feel like I'm kind of going through a little bit of a gaming drought again it feels that way whenever I'm not excited for something coming out And which is kind of ironic because leading up to this episode, uh, you guys have heard me talk about the sky about Zelda Skyward Sword remake or HD because it's not a remake. But it's not that I'm not enjoying it. The little bit of time that I get to play it. It's more about how I'm not too. I'm not fancy of the controller. I'm, I'm just, I really do not like the, the controller layout. I don't like motion controls. I've never been a motion control guy. I think the only time I was really into motion controls was when I had a Wii because that was the thing at the time. Motion controls were all the rave, everything to rave about. Um, and it's, 
it's simply one of those things that I've just never been too keen on at all. And so as you guys have seen my stories these past few weeks, we I fight voguing voguing goblin but goblins and other moblins. <laughs> Which if you don't know what those are, those are goblin type enemies within the Zelda universe. But it's funny because of the way you have to fight them. So Skyward Sword is very strategic. It makes you think about your sword strikes. It's not like you can just go willy-nilly and just take everybody out by doing a spin attack or just slashing everybody. It really makes you think, and the boss battles are the same. So I think for me it's kind of funny because I think that I'm striking in the right direction, and then the boss is just blocks whatever I'm trying to do. So it feels it feels like I'm incompetent at all points in the game so far. So we shall see how it progresses as I continue to play it. But as of right now, it's not that it doesn't have my interest. It's just I haven't found the time to really to really dive in the way I want to these past few days. It's been it's been pretty busy these past few days. And uh, by the time we're done podcasting or we're done with the day, I'm usually like ready for bed. So I'm becoming an old man, guys. That's what happens when you're 30. And that is what happens when you're about to turn 31. So. Uh, that's what I've been playing. I've gone back to Scarlet Nexus as well, which as much as I loved it in the beginning, it's definitely one of those games that I like to tell my wife about because there's, there's games where I eventually get to a point where I just want to beat them and be done with them. Not because they're bad, but because I feel like I've overstayed my welcome in that world. If that makes any sense. Like to me, I've I've already memorized the mechanics. It's just repetitive gameplay at this point. The story is the only thing keeping me intrigued because I want to see what the end of it is. And it's it's just one of those games that's kind of doing that for me. But the good news is is that uh, is 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 <laughs> the good news is that I will be revisiting some older games that I haven't gone to, like Demon Souls, which I've owned since I've gotten a PS5. Never gone to, but I have uh, the master of Demon Souls himself, who will be joining us on Sunday to play that, and that is our brother Jesse, um, who will be uh, joining us. I said brother Jesse like he was a part of a knighthood that nobody knows about, but yeah, Jesse will be joining us, and uh, that's going to be the first time I actually get excited for that game because it'll be in co-op, and we usually have fun dying a lot. So uh, that's that's what I've been playing. That's what I'm looking forward to. Might revisit some COD, some Overwatch with my buddy Joey. And uh, that seems to be it right now as as for playing. As for reading, I actually subscribe to Marvel Now to try to catch up on all things Spider-Man. Because, as you guys know, I love Spider-Man. And it seems to me that I've missed out on two years worth. Which, that's how it is with comics. You stop reading for a while. And all of a sudden... After you stop reading for a while, you end up realizing that you've missed out on like five years of content. And half of it isn't even that good because usually when it's a big storyline that sticks out, you see it uh, you see it in on IGN, you see it on your comicbooks.com, you see it on these various different platforms that, that talk about you know comic books uh, besides just talking about MC the MCU and it just doesn't seem like nothing's been striking with Spidey to the point that I think, if I'm not mistaken, I, I hope to get to this point to finally read what's going on. But it seems like somebody else has taken his place, if I'm not mistaken. it's a, I think Ben Riley's back from what I read. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing at least what's going on in that world and at least catching up a bit more 
I definitely want to read the Miles Morales clone conspiracy that just finished up maybe a few weeks or a few months ago, if I'm not mistaken. So I want to try to catch up on that. So that's what I've been reading, really, in between school books that I've just been trying to educate myself with uh, during this downtime. But that's what I've been reading. As far as watching, actually, I've just started rewatching the MCU movies. So I picked up with Captain Marvel because my wife and I have watched Captain America, the first Avenger, like 50 billion times already. So I just didn't want to revisit that one. So I'm kind of skipping around to movies that I haven't watched in a while. For example, I've always watched Iron Man, the the very first Iron Man, many times. Uh, So I kind of skipped over to Iron Man 2. And and now I'm going to whatever the next movie is, which I think is Thor, which I haven't watched since I think I watched it in theaters. It's been a while for that one. And, you know, so on and so forth. We'll kind of keep going down the road. I'm following the timeline order that they have on Disney Plus. But I do know that some of the movies, such as the Spider-Man movies, I'll have to go to my own personal collection to watch just because they're not on there yet. At least because of that deal hasn't expired yet where Sony kind of has the control over those uh, distributing rights, those uh, streaming rights. Excuse me. So that's what I've been playing. That's what I've been watching. And that's what I've been reading. So I'm looking forward to talk to you guys about more stuff. And the next thing I'm going to talk about is actually something I'm really excited for just because of the reviews it's getting and because it's James Gunn and he's done such a good job with the Guardians that I have faith in this movie as soon as they announced him as a director. But the Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad will be released August 6th. It's going to be on HBO Max if you want to watch it on there, if you're already already a subscriber to HBO Max. And it's going to be in theaters as well. So if you're going to theaters, as always, not virtue signaling here, but just be safe. Stay safe. We're in some trying times right now. I want nothing much. I want nothing more than for your safety. So just stay safe. Practice good judgment. And yeah, and I'm definitely watching on HBO Max. I'm... Funny, oddly enough, I I, I don't know how I'm going to find the time for it because I have some stuff going on this weekend. But nonetheless, I will definitely have my iPad on deck to try to watch it wherever I am. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to watching it. They've compared it to a rated R Guardians of the Galaxy, which I find kind of funny. And for those of you guys that don't know, I actually do like DC quite a lot. I'm very saddened at the state of affairs when it comes to their movies and the universe they've been trying to build. But for the most part, I've always I've always loved DC. It's I'm just, I'm not just like a Marvel fanboy. Although my favorite superhero of all time is Spider Man, Batman is right up there. Not saying he's up there with him, but he's right there. Like those are the two superheroes that I gravitate towards quite a lot. And then Superman, and then so on and so forth. I have other uh, superheroes that I really like. So DC, I've, I've been rooting for them, man, and and. You know, it saddens me that Batman, not even Batman's been getting treated correctly other than when Christopher Nolan did what he could with Dark Knight being, in my opinion, the magnum opus of of those that of that trilogy. But it's it just saddens me, especially because Batman is such an easy character to I wouldn't say easy in the sense of like anybody can just willy nilly go in there and, and, you know, and direct the movie for Batman because we've seen the George Clooney's and the other horrendous travesties that have occurred under Joel Schumacher and, 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 and some of these other directors that have tried to do their take on the Dark Knight. Um, we definitely don't need any more bat nipple suits <laughs> or or 
you know, pun intended, Mr. Freeze's, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Mr. Freeze. But I'm telling you, it it just saddens me that we haven't even had a good Batman movie. I think Man of Steel seems to be one of my favorite DCU movies. And I know my, our buddy here, Joey, is definitely in agreement with me on that one. He definitely enjoyed that movie quite a lot. I thought it was a great well-composed movie. Uh, Zack Snyder did a very good job with all of that, in my opinion. And I think it gave you what a Superman movie would feel like within today's current age, especially during the fight scenes. I think that's some of the best Superman fight scenes I've seen in not in an animated movie, which I think speaks volumes because usually you get just the the big old brawl of two beefy guys just fighting each other. <laughs> beefy guys, right? But you see just two guys just fighting each other that have super, you know, super strength and super flight, quick, you know, flight, invincibility or whatever the case may be. And you just deduce these fight scenes to just two guys punching each other or a guy and a woman like in Hancock or whatever the case may be. They just fight each other. And with Superman, I think they gave it a better dynamic. They actually made it work much better, in my opinion, especially when he's fighting Zod's minions. Um, which I forget their names at this point, but when he's in this, he's in Smallville, if I'm not mistaken, he's fighting the minions and he's, you know, flying left, flying right, kind of dodging out of the way and then running up on them and punching them in the face and tossing them through a building. Like to me, that was what a Superman fight should feel like. Not just, I'm going to punch you really hard and you're going to punch me really hard. And then I'm going to shoot my laser, my heat vision. And then I'm going to do, you know, he didn't do cold breath, which was kind of funny, but you know, you just, you deduce it to just a very, very, very predictable encounters. And I think Man of Steel did a really good job at portraying that and portraying the the issue with morality when it comes to being Superman, where is it you kill the guy that's about to kill that family or do you let the family die to, and try to put the guy down, uh, knowing that that's a test. And him being such a such a brand new hero to everything and not knowing much of how to, you know, how to be Superman, right? Because it was his coming out movie. It, it's one of those things that just works. And I think the last thing I'll say about it is it showed you the dichotomy and kind of like the duality of of General Zod versus, versus Superman, a general who's been seasoned in war, who understands that he's probably going to die anyway, but let me just take somebody down with me. Or do I teach this kid a hard lesson now and tell him that, hey, you can't save everybody. So I think it was really good. In my opinion, that was the duality that you kind of put that you kind of face within that movie. So I've kind of ranted enough about Man of Steel, but um, I'm definitely excited for Suicide Squad. I don't have much else to say because unfortunately I haven't seen it. I'm just very excited for it. I can't wait to watch it. I hear great things about it. I think Margot Robbie is great as Harley Quinn. I don't think I've ever had a problem with her. The original Suicide Squad movie was questionable at best. I went to theaters to watch that because I was excited for it as well and I was let down. It was what it, it was a popcorn good popcorn movie, but it was just not great. And it shows you that WB has meddled quite enough. If we look at the Zack Snyder cut of things, they've met they've done enough damage to these movies. So they need they need to kind of just let the directors do what they have to do. Maybe, uh, as, as our buddy Joey says, uh, have a Kevin Feige figure that can actually do it, which I thought Jeff Johns would have been that figure, given that he's created so many mom, you know, mo- momentous, monumental moments 
within the comic book world with Green Lantern, with the Green Lantern run that he had and just a few other things that he's done. And you would think that would that would have been it. But, man, was I wrong? Some people just don't translate well into movie roles, unfortunately, in my opinion. So looking forward to Suicide Squad, looking forward to John Cena's character, King Shark to or Peacemaker is what he's called, to Bloodsport, to to just all of these all of these guys that uh, that you don't get to see too much of. I think that'll be great. I think that'll be great. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to Weasel. Because God knows James Gunn's brother is playing Weasel. And if you guys don't know, he does the mocap for Rocket, which is hilarious. But I cannot wait <laughs> to see this Weasel just devour somebody. Excuse me. Or or go down in some weird and awkward way. Because you all, we all know a lot of these characters are not going to survive. And we kind of can tell who's not going to survive. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how it happens because that's kind of the gist of the Suicide Squad. You know, they most of them die within the these missions and they're expendable. You know, Amanda Waller sends them out for missions where they can be expendable and that's the end of it. So Suicide Squad, looking forward to it. Next on the list is the Marvel What If show, which, man, I'm so excited for this one. I'm excited to see Spy, uh, Monster Hunter Spidey which I think is one of my favorite things to to even think about. If you guys have seen the pop, well, actually, they don't have a pop figure. I haven't seen one yet, but if they do, let me know. But uh, I am extremely excited to see the Spider-Man what if for the Monster Hunter aspect of things, which I think uh, they said that Chadwick Boseman's what character from the what if shows up four times. I don't know if it's the exact character he's playing because in his story it's if he was taken by the ravagers and he pretty much becomes like star lord so i am excited to just see all of them i'm excited to see the peggy carter one which i think she's going to be a recurring character from what i saw in a report so she'll be in different seasons of the what if so that's pretty cool that it's not just going to be a one shot for these episodes it'll be continuations of it happening in different seasons and you'll see them interact with other characters because as you guys know and this i'll give you two seconds before i say it spoiler alert of course all right i gave you more than two seconds okay so if you watch the end of loki we know the multiverse is a thing and we know that it's canon which has been confirmed by kevin feige so i'm so glad that it's canon i'm looking forward to the multiversal uh, effects that it's going to have on the marvel movies coming out going forward they pretty much have carte blanche to do what they want really because now for example with the spider-man movie coming out that's perfect segue for how Toby and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man show up, which I'm really hoping they do and that they just keep it under wraps. You know, I have a feeling the trailer is not going to have much to show us on from that regard. And I'd be surprised if they do, because that's probably going to be like their, you know, Avengers assemble moment from the end game. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the multiverse plays out in things. And as you guys know, if you guys have seen the posters for the Marvel, what if, on disney plus it says that the watcher's there but he does not interfere so we all know that as comic book readers that the watcher just watches <laughs> and if you guys know about original sin which is a uh, storyline that got released maybe got released quite some time ago but it, it gave some big revelations that's where everything kind of picked up with with thor not being worthy of holding mjolnir and uh and using that battle axe that he was using for a while because of because of 
just a whole bunch of complicated stuff that I, I won't talk about now because it would just open up a can of worms that we'd get into. But it original sin is probably one of the first times I've ever heard of the watcher actually dying. And, uh, you know, you find out so many revelations, like I said, so that's pretty cool. And it's good to see the watcher finally in the MCU, which I'm lying by saying that because he was in that cameo with Stan Lee because Stan Lee was confirmed to be a watcher, which rest, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Uh, it, it was, it was pretty cool to see that moment when he was recapping all the times that he's been in different movies, which I thought was pretty funny. So looking forward to the what if monster hunter spidey all day if i can buy that statue that the 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 hot toys page on facebook kind of showed i would totally buy it but i have a really big feeling that it costs like an arm and a leg so i will leave it at that i will leave it as a thought (laughs) and i will go ahead and say that i am just excited for the show and i can't wait for august 11th i'm glad that it's actually yeah it's a wednesday so they're going to be releasing them on wednesdays just like they did the loki the loki show so that's pretty cool and yeah looking forward to seeing what marvel what if brings how we get to see how the multiverse interacts with the main marvel universe and seeing all the ramifications of all the choices that did not get made and how they play out in an alternate timeline so looking forward to that guys and of course actually before i get to my last topic of 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 the show today uh, the my hero uh, manga I wanted to talk about really quickly, the PS5 is going to be supporting the additional storage space pretty soon with the M2 drives, which I'm really excited about. Now, I've already seen scalpers go to work. Unfortunately, that one terabyte is is like striking gold if you find it. But if you pay attention to sites like Newegg and if you go to IGN, they actually have a page that tells you which ones will work. The other thing is, is that you can either get it with a heatsink or not. And you can buy the heatsink separately. I've never done anything with a heatsink. I'm definitely going for the one with it already installed and calling it a day because I am not going to jeopardize overheating my PS5's additional hard drive and losing my data with trying to do it myself, unless a professional helps me. That'll be the end of it. So I wanted to give you my quick thoughts on that. They're a little bit pricey at the moment, 250 for the one terabyte, depending on what model or brand you get. Uh, the one that I want is the WD Black one, which is which is about 250, uh, one terabyte. I'm probably going to wait on a sale for that one and and see how that goes. But for the most part, for the most part, I I am looking forward to having the extra storage space because let me tell you, I've deleted so many things already. 500 gig or almost, is, I think it's 600 and something gigabytes. That's not enough. That, that That's like giving a tic-tac-toe a whale, especially when Call of Duty is like 178 gigabytes alone. So I've just been deleting things, which I'm not opposed to. I delete stuff that I don't play all the time and just reinstall it if I ever want to play it. It's annoying, yes, but at the same time, it saves space, saves time, saves money, if anything. So until I get to that threshold threshold (laughs) where uh, I run out of space, then we'll we'll revisit this conversation. But I wanted to talk about that really quick. So last but not least, My Hero Academia. Man, so if you heard a few episodes, actually last episode, my Jesse and I, we spoke about it on the podcast. We spoke about how it's getting darker, it's getting more mature in our opinion. And currently, man, and I'm going to speak about it very vaguely because some of the listeners and some of the people even here at D-Pad don't really read it. 
So I don't want to spoil anything for them. They, they wait for dubbed episodes. And I'm going to say that one more time because the person that's probably going to be listening knows who I'm talking about. They wait for dubbed episodes. So they don't watch it for like three years because dub takes forever, especially in this day and age. So I'm talking to you, Brandon. You know I'm talking to you. So, <laughs> But my hero is getting very serious. I really appreciate the tones that it's taking on. It reminds me of how when Naruto transitioned over to just being Shippuden and Naruto being pretty much my favorite anime at the moment of all time, my hero being up there with it. It's one of those takes that I can definitely appreciate. You know, the hero world is in shambles right now. All for one is just running amok in the background and just doing what he wants to do and preparing and kind of psyching out Deku any way he can. And Deku looks like a, some some of the YouTubers that I listen to, I listen to a few of them to recap the manga for the most part, in, in you know in times where I can't read it, but some of them say it looks like a visage of of like some sort of demon thing walking around now because he's just been out fighting crime and doing all these other things. But I kind of want to just take this time to just talk about where they're at at the moment. Jesse and I keep talking about a time skip and i really do hope that they do a time skip because i think he pointed out i think they're only in like their freshman maybe sophomore year of ua and i think for this to work even better than what it's working right now because it's working i'm not saying it's not but i really cannot wait to see them hopefully enter like their senior year at least right senior year you're 18 17 whatever the case may be but there's definitely going to be more, even more adult tones. And I'm not saying adult in the sense of like, there's blood and gore everywhere. I mean, there is blood in the series. We've seen it before, but I mean, in the sense that it gives you our heroes that we've, we've been following along, just maturing and just being better. And even at this very stage, it reminds me of the recovery arc in Naruto and Naruto Shikamaru, um, Kiba and, and Choji, they went out to, to try to rescue Sasuke and you know they went out and they fought all those guys and all the different uh, Orochimaru agents that were kind of with Orochimaru and then Gar and Rock Lee showed up and that was a really good scene I love that scene but it's one of those moments right now where and I'll give you guys a few seconds before I say this because it could be a spoiler it could not so a few seconds are up so Seeing that Deku has been running around fighting crime on his own, kind of just being a vigilante, just doing his thing on his own, using all of his powers, not resting, coming tired, and then having Class 1A just step in come to try to, like, wrangle him in. Like, hey, you need to stop. Like, we're wrangling you in. And just seeing him fight all his friends, not re- like him not really fighting because they're just trying to stop him. It's not like a fist fight where they're trying to take each other out. He, he understands that they love him and they care for him, but he's trying to just leave them out of this. And to see this fight happening and to see all of his classmates giving their best memories of him, telling them how much he means to them, so on and so forth, really reminds me of the, like the recovery arc in Naruto, like I said. So, which I, to me, that, that should have been like the definitive end of that series. Maybe a few more episodes of filler and that should have been it. And then they should have just gone to Shippuden because... After that, you have all those other random filler episodes and random episodes that just make no sense in my opinion. So, nonetheless, with My Hero, I'm really looking forward to 
how the what the future holds. I'm really hoping for a time skip. Like I said, it seems like the villain army is a little bit older than the heroes right now, with the heroes being in high school, at least the, our main characters for the most part. And seeing how the villains are much more older, I think that'll be pretty cool to kind of even out the playing field. Not saying that they're still going to be as old as the villains because the villains are obviously way older at the moment. And if you know anything about time, I mean, you can't age up unless you f- travel to the future. All right, yeah, I'm going down a rabbit hole. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward nonetheless to seeing how it progresses. And I kind of just wanted to take this time to celebrate one of my favorite animes at the moment, which is My Hero. And I love superheroes and I love anime. So I think that was like the perfect world for me when Jesse recommended this anime to me. So guys, Thank you so much for listening. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for just watching on YouTube. I hope you're liking. I hope you're sharing. And I hope you're subscribing, commenting down below, and letting us know how we can improve or maybe some subjects or topics that you would like to see us talk about. Uh, Pretty soon, we're going to be having some very special podcast guests. I have some friends who I would love for for them to join me and let, let me know how their journey has been down, you know, reading comics or, or playing video games or whatever it is that they're, they're currently doing at the moment within our little nerdy world. And I know I use nerdy a lot, but that's really what I classify myself as. So, (laughs) so nonetheless, I welcome everybody to my nerdy little world. And anywho, Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can always find the audio format to this podcast on Fridays if all goes well. We've had some technical difficulties as of recently, which we apologize for. And we always communicate those on our Facebook page under D-Pad Connect. And once again, you can find us audio-wise on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor.fm for all of the latest episodes. And on YouTube.com for the video format of this episode. And you can like, share, and subscribe. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, remember to be well and continue to nerd on. I'll see you guys in the next one, my friends.